This is Never Sleep Again, and you're listening to The Theremin Chronicles, A podcast where we discuss all things sci-fi and horror. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Veronica. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Dexter Morgan from the series Dexter and Dexter New Blood. Versus Joe Goldberg from the Netflix original series You. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so first, let's talk about some of some of like their differences and their similarities. Yes, but before we do that, um, for everyone who's listening, please be aware oh, that yeah. there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen you. Or if you haven't seen the original Dexter series. Or Dexter New Blood. If you haven't seen any of these series in their entirety, just to let you know, this is the this is the last warning. Yes. <laughs> this is your final <laughs> warning. We are going to be talking about nothing but spoilers. We, um, we're going to do a lot of jumping around mm-hmm. from earlier episodes to series finales. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that, that's our last warning. Yep. All right. So let's get into it. So, um, differences and similarities. Differences and similarities. Okay. All right. So first Dexter. Okay. So I want to talk about some of the differences first. So Dexter, the first, the, the most obvious difference to me is that Dexter is a serial killer by trade. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a killer by trade. Like he's a and and what I mean by that is he's a professional. And and this was something that he was able to cultivate from a young age. Yeah. We know that his adoptive father Harrison he had taught Dexter uh a code of ethics that that he um a, that he pinned the name Harry's code yeah and so he had that so he had this guy who's a who was a police chief but he wasn't a police chief at the time right when he found um, him he was I don't think so no. no I don't think so like eventually he became police chief but anyway he's a he's a police officer and he's and he has he has him from a young age teaching him how to cover his tracks teaching him how to not get caught mm-hmm. and so you know that's from him being very young joe goldberg didn't have any of that and joe goldberg he doesn't seem to have he doesn't ha- seem to have like a desire to kill he ends up in these situations in which he feels like the only way to basically get what he wants he has to kill right he's also like i feel like he's rather impulsive at times too which one um joe sorry joe i feel like he's rather impulsive where dexter is a little more measured he's calculated yeah very calculating he's studying his like victims and um he tracks their moves and he's kind of really like determining whether or not he should actually proceed and kill them um, based right. off of whatever proof he finds. But I feel like Joe, um, there are several instances where he just kind of reacts <laughs> to what's right, going on. Definitely. It's like when he feels pinned down and like, you know, like he has no other resort. He just reacts. 
he just reacts. Yes. Like he just, yeah, he'll just do, and he's which gets him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Which gets him gets him in trouble, makes the situation worse. Um, Dexter, Dexter is definitely more more calm. You know, he doesn't break easy. Yeah. When when the pressure is on, he tries to. Although we've seen him in some tight spots where he, you know, where he was feeling pressured. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see this where usually, usually in situations like that, Dexter has Dexter's trying to save someone else's life. So when when he thought Deb was going to die, when he thought that the ice truck killer was going to get Deb, we saw him. You know, Dexter was sweating. Okay. Um, so that's. That's kind of, yeah, I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest differences here. And I say one of the biggest because I, I can already think of some, some more differences. Yeah. A similarity that I notice is that both Dexter and Joe will, they'll both rationalize. They'll both rationalize what they think they both rationalize what makes a person worthy of being killed okay albeit i will say i will say they're kind of they're on opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) (laughs) a little bit like you have to do so much what i mean is you have to do so much for dexter to say okay you're worthy of being killed Right. With Joe Goldberg, <laughs> it's like, oh, he's trying to, like, they're trying to steal my girl from me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to say, like, I'm trying to think of all of the people that Joe killed. I can't say that I feel like any one of them truly deserved to just die for whatever right. crime Joe felt like they had, you know, committed against him. Um you know, there are these instances where he's killing, just like you said, like, yeah. you know, you have my girlfriend or um, that happened a lot. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, these instances where it's like, you know, he doesn't get his way. So he resorts to killing, which is definitely much different um, from what Dexter was doing, where it's like, you got to say he was kind of cleaning up the streets in the sense of yeah. he was really, really taking out like murderers and other you know people committing other horrible really horrible atrocities atrocity. yeah. like in the very first episode keep in mind on the very in the very first episode of Dexter he's taking out a pedophile slash murderer yeah and it's just like yeah we don't need that guy <laughs> like that guy <laughs> Dexter really you know Dexter really took out the trash <laughs> and we're we're glad <laughs> say <laughs> i gotta say we're not gonna we're not, we're not gonna miss that guy no. but so you so you have that so and so you have that versus the other guy who's just killing people because they're stealing the girlfriend from mm-hmm. stealing stealing his girl which well not even his girlfriend at the time one guy he killed him before she even became his girlfriend he didn't even know if it was gonna work out right so yeah joe will kill just to you know just to get people out of the way Mm -hmm. or to 
ensure that he won't go to jail. However, however, another one similar, I don't know if we can call this a similarity just because we have, just because of what I'm going to say next. And we can kind of discuss whether this counts as a similarity. Okay. Both Joe and Dexter had a situation in which they were both willing to suffer the consequences. Okay. So they were both willing to go to jail and somebody else made a decision to kill somebody in order to keep them out of jail. Okay, yes. So you're specifically talking about Dexter with his sister, Deb. Right. Right. And then Joe with love. Yes. Right. Okay. So, yeah. 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 So they had reached a point where they felt like, okay, there's really no getting out of this. Right. Um, I'm willing to just kind of give it all up and just let the law handle <laughs> take yeah. care of the situation and it is what it is at this point i've gotten away for so long so you know right okay right. but so, then we have these other characters that step in and help out both joe and dexter right so would so what would you say would that count as the um i would say that that counted as a similarity because it's not um, exactly a character trait it just seems like a circumstance that they were both in <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> they got lucky <laughs> yeah now that's i'm glad you said that word i feel like a big difference between joe and dexter is that well and, and i might, we may have to go back and watch some dexter to to try to measure this up mm-hmm. unfortunately there's only of there's only two seasons at the time of this recording, there's only two seasons of you. Oh, three. Oh, sorry. There's only three seasons yeah. of you, whereas Dexter has eight mm-hmm. seasons of of the first series, right? And then it's one season of the and second. And then one season of this of the second series, or like was it seven of the? Uh, I believe it was eight. Seasons yeah, we can we can uh, actually go ahead and look that up right that now. Out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, there's more to work with with Dexter as far as seasons go. Right. Yeah. And there were eight seasons. There were eight seasons of the, of the original, original Dexter. Yeah. yeah. And then so nine seasons total if you count the new series Dexter New Blood yeah. versus just three um seasons of of you. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, um in the in the little in the short time in comparison to how um to Dexter, seems like Joe has more luck than Dexter. Yeah. Now, are you counting? You're going. Um, you're discussing the strengths now. Differences. The differences. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He does seem to seems, seems to be lucky. You know, and we and we can and we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I do have another similarity, um, because both of them are pretty obsessive, but in different yeah, ways. In different they ways. fixate in different ways. Joe. As we know, he's like a stalker. (laughs) He fixates on a person and he just can't seem to let them go. Um, Either to his or their detriment or both. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Their detriment. Both. Both. (laughs) Um, And so he just becomes obsessed with the person. He has to know everything about them and he just he can't let it go. It just consumes him. Um. With Dexter, he has a different kind of um, compulsion, a different kind of 
um, obsession, and that's his dark passenger, yeah. right? Like the urge to want to cause harm, the urge to kill. And that's right. something that Dexter really can't let go of either. He he tries to suppress it. And as we found out in... He went almost 10 years yeah. without killing somebody. Yep, so we Dexter found that New he Blood. can go without killing. Yeah, we found we out found, in Dexter yeah. New Blood that he went for nearly 10 years without taking a life. So he can suppress it, but I feel like that urge is always there. It's like, it's yeah. just, you know, below the that's surface. His, that's his compulsion. Yeah. It's almost as if he would have killed anyway, but his strong moral code prevents him from just, you know, just going willy-nilly, just going John Wayne Gracie. <laughs> or, or Was that his name? <laughs> I can't remember his like it was it, it it was uh the the guy who dressed up as a clown and he killed people. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, I think it was Gacy. Wait, and, yeah, and Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, 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 John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that prevents him from doing that. And it seems like he would kill anyway, but Harry's code prevents him from from doing that because it's instilled in him over over the years like i said we like i said he has he has the advantage over joe in this way because because like his urge to kill and i do believe that somewhere there joe goldberg also has an urge to kill <laughs> but <laughs> but like yeah. you know and maybe i'm contradicting something i said about him earlier maybe not having an urge to kill but i think he he has some urge to kill there a little bit when it suits him oh yeah but dexter has it has it on a leash basically it's like okay if you have to kill that you should kill another serial killer which which brings to mind something that I like about the series, Dexter, or just Dexter in general, is that he knows that killing is wrong. Yeah. Like he understands he understands it to be wrong and he knows that he shouldn't do it. And he accepts that he has a problem. Mm -hmm. Whereas Joe Goldberg rationalizes it until he basically believes that he's he's a good guy yeah. he believes he's a good person dexter basically knows he's a monster right but joe goldberg believes he's a good guy and and that's an that's another big difference he believes he's a good guy and that he deserves the happy ending like right <laughs> <laughs> that's so wild like he really does I I'm, thought I'm that was so, so funny. The the last episode, the last scene of the last episode of the third season of You. Of You. Where he's just kind of strolling about Paris. And I'm like, oh yeah, my gosh, this guy is just like Paris. living just guilt-free. <laughs> just, you know, trying to find the love of his life, I guess. That's that's how he sees her. Yeah, wearing one of his disguises where, where nobody can <laughs> tell it's Joe Goldberg. Oh my gosh, the caps. Could you imagine that? Just put on a hat. <laughs> Nobody knows it's me anymore. You're automatically <laughs> invisible, right? <laughs> that's that's the logic on you. Spoiler. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So another similarity that I thought of is that both Joe and Dexter seem to thrive in routine-based jobs. Okay. 
you know, like Joe yeah, Hass's books bookshop, mm-hmm. and later on the library. Dexter worked in a lab in the original series, Dexter, and and then in the neck and then in Dexter New Blood, he worked in an outdoor and gun shop, and it showed it showed his routine every day, and it was a lot of names and organizing and mm-hmm. and he's organizing the same things over and over and and it and he seems to he seems to be very well I guess we can call that some people call it zen yeah in those moments <laughs> yeah yeah very at peace very just at you know peace, in yeah. his element um yeah oh so definitely similarity there I guess we can move on to strengths and weaknesses yeah because there are some key differences when it comes to their strengths and their weaknesses um some similarities too so yeah yeah, yeah there's even similarities in that right yeah that, <laughs> that we can think of All right, so um first some of dexter's strengths is dexter seems to be he seems to be a little bit more he seems to be a little bit more intelligent than joe yeah. Well, although say- Joe, although I would say Joe is also very intelligent. Yeah, I don't know if I would say that Dexter's a little more intelligent. I think he's more educated than Joe. You know what? That's that's true. Yeah, that's be- probably. But then again, I don't know. Joe reads those books. Now, <laughs> Joe, a, yes, he reads a lot of books. He obtains a lot of knowledge in those books. I must say. But Dexter has more official yes education education and yeah. field experience applying that education. So right, you know, to an extent, I I feel like they're both very intelligent, but I feel like Dexter may have um like an upper hand just because of that. He has the upper hand. So in the situation, in the similar situations that both Dexter and Joe find themselves in, for whatever reason. They both killed someone. They both need to figure out a way out of this. Mm-hmm. Dexter's more intelligent yeah. in that situation mm-hmm. because of, like you said, the field experience. And not just that, um, Dexter has more medical background. So he knows, he understands certain ramifications. Early on, we see Joe make really stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. He's got his prints all over things. He's leaving his DNA. Um, for example, an entire jar of urine <laughs> right? at the scene of the crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was he doing? What an idiot. <laughs> like, he, okay, he never wears gloves. Like. And that, but that used to bother me because I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, dude, you're committing a uh, crime. Uh, 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 but, but <laughs> wait, Dexter never wore a mask in the show. Dexter never wore a mask. Which is extremely which is, stupid. Okay. Yes. That, that's dumb. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb. So, um, but still Dexter knew how to cover up his prints. He knew he how to also clean the areas. He knew you know, because he has the forensics background. Right. So he was very meticulous in everything he did to ensure, because that was like the number one rule, Harry's code, right? Don't get Don't caught. Don't get caught. That was the most important rule. Yeah. Now, 
back to the mask issue. I don't know why he never wore a mask <laughs> to I just mean, add, you know, an extra layer of protection. This is the part where we can appreciate <laughs> how both Dexter and Joe on some level, these guys, I mean, we're talking about these guys killing people and getting away with it. One's not wearing gloves and the other's not wearing masks. These guys, let, let's face it, in real life, neither of these guys were prepared to just do a simple B&E, just a, a simple breaking and entering. You know, one doesn't have the gloves, one doesn't have the... This is like what the reverse of see no evil, hear no evil. Like, <laughs> leave, leave evidence. I know. So one is leave evidence and the other is is uh, expose myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So neither, they weren't even prepared to break into somebody's house, never mind cover up a body. But in its context, in the show, Mm -hmm. back to the show. So, you know, so Dexter's strength. So we talk about, we talked about his medical background and, and we talked about his, well, field experience being trained to do this stuff by, by an officer. Right. So that's a definitely another that's definitely another strength. He has a police officer teaching him how to think like a detective mm-hmm. would think. He undoubtedly spent time telling him what to expect from an interrogator. Right. If he's getting pressed by an interrogator or different interrogation techniques, mm-hmm. I like to imagine that he trained him to pass a lie detector test or something like that right although I, although people have different feelings about lie detectors oh, and polygraph tests <laughs> yeah we'll save that for another <laughs> for another discussion, discussion. <laughs> yeah but yeah definitely um that was definitely a bonus for dexter having harry as his father to as just father. really train him um might i add another strength of dexter it was just his um combat skills like he actually yes. was a trained martial artist. And um, he was, was in college. He was or... doing advanced jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu. Yep. Advanced jujitsu. And if you look up, and if you look up uh, jujitsu at all, whether it's Bra- Brazilian jujitsu or traditional, it's just for him to be advanced. You know, if you so with my knowledge. With, with my knowledge of, with my moderate knowledge <laughs> of martial arts, if you get into, if you get into, if you get into it with Dexter and you both end up on the ground or you end up in a situation where he grabs your arms or something, it's over yeah. for him to have advanced training and something like that. So that would make close combat Unless you're something like a, a Marine or something like that, close combat with Dexter, that's that's no. That's like dangerous. You, that's we dangerous. saw that too. Yes. Like he put that training to good use at times. He put people to sleep. Yeah. There's people that he like didn't even really need to use. What do they call it? Uh I forgot what they called the sedative that he that he used. Oh M ninety nine or something like yeah. that. Something like that. Uh, we can look it up right now, yeah. but and we'll we'll uh, we'll bring that up again. But there's people that he just put to sleep by put putting them in a sleeper hold, right? And that's uh-huh. not that's not easy to do. Edorphine, also known as M ninety nine. So that's what so it was M ninety nine. Yeah, it's a tranquilizer, <laughs> yeah. commonly used on large animals. 
like elephants. So yeah, um, very effective, but so was he. He didn't but need so it. So was he. He didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of my favorite parts of the show was just that it, it wasn't that he was just like a weasel just slinking around, that he was actually he was actually an imposing mm-hmm. threat. Yeah. He took Dokes by surprise at one point. Right. He yeah. even took Dokes by surprise. Although it was fun to listen to Michael C. Hall talk about how in real life how that would go down much differently (laughs) (laughs) and how and he even admits that it was just it was fun to be able to act and pretend like it would go any other way than right than dokes like (laughs) beating him exactly (laughs) (laughs) but but and and he's right it's um in the context of the show it's cool to think that there's somebody out there that could take somebody like Dokes in real life. Just somebody, imagine somebody like Dokes who's been on the police force so long and has all this special forces training Mm -hmm. that there can be somebody out there who is like an apex predator in comparison to somebody like Dokes. It's kind of scary, kind of cool at the same time. Right. If, If, understand what we mean by this, when we ever refer to Dexter as cool, is that strictly in the vigilante way, strictly in the, you know, think of like Batman or the Punisher, Mm -hmm. somebody trying to clear the streets of all the riffraff. We're talking people that hurt children and and murder innocent innocent people. You know, people that won't be missed because of that. Right. That that sort of thing, <laughs> uh-huh. keeping it in context here. So, Joe, some of Joe's strengths is Joe seems to be a little bit more of a natural when it comes into when it comes to fitting in. Okay, yeah, he can yeah. just kind of blend in with his surroundings and right. Um, we know that Dexter, he had a hard time growing up. This was another thing that Harry taught him to basically kind of observe what people did in normal situations and to kind of adopt those behaviors so that he can appear to be normal. And whereas Joe, he seems to be able to just kind of do that more effortlessly. Right. Yeah. Right. Dexter, and and I like that you said that because Dexter even he constantly reminded us once we got once once you're done with the scene of Dexter being this charismatic happy outgoing guy the next scene is usually Dexter reminding you how that's none of that's real right yeah <laughs> whereas Joe Goldberg actually does have a personality mm-hmm. he actually has a he actually has a real personality and and you see that throughout the show. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, he just has that character flaw where he, his compulsion is to fixate on people. Right. And he's not going, he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. It's unfortunate because aside from that major character flaw, yeah. he's actually, you know, a pretty likable character. People around him they they enjoy his company they you know they grow fond of him we right. see with some of like beck um one of his girlfriends who he ends up killing 
we yeah. see that her friends they they love they you know with the exception of one and if you watch the series you'll right. you'll understand who i'm talking about but the other friends um they really like joe right even when they weren't as chummy with beck they were still like you know friendly with joe um that one friend in particular who didn't care for joe there was another reason why it had nothing to do with his personality or anything or anything there was a, an issue with she that viewed friend. him i think we're talking about the one who viewed him as a romantic rival yeah for for i like i also want to point out that not only did her other friends who liked joe not only did they like him but they took his side several times over their yeah friend of just imagine they've been friends with this person through college mm-hmm. and some of them through uh, a little bit longer than that. Right. And, or at least I think it was a little bit longer than that. And they, they're taking his side mm-hmm. over, over hers. That's some, that's some deep infiltration there <laughs> <laughs> for him to do that. He seemed to not really have problems making friends. Yeah. Either people, people just kind of, people were kind of attracted to him. Although, although the show would do these little, these little flashback scenes to show how Joe was manipulating people into liking him right. all along, but we're going to go ahead and count that as a strength. Yeah. Manipulation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulation, charisma, mm-hmm. both, both great strengths of, uh, of Joe. Although we've seen Dexter do things like this. Albeit not, just not as smoothly yeah. as Joe, in my opinion. Although I gotta say the the box of donuts at the office <laughs> was a pretty good tactic. Yes, and and with and and it's almost a little bit more creepy than Joe in a way, is because it because Dexter exposes just how simple humans can be. A guy comes into the office with a box of donuts smiling. Yeah. And everybody loves him, like without any merit. Like Joe had to <laughs> Joe Joe manipulated people, but mm-hmm. he had to work to get people to like him. Right. That's so <laughs> he, creepy. It's so weird. creepy. It's it's <laughs> all really it took was a it's, box it, of donuts for All Dexter. it took was a box of donuts and, and Dokes yeah. is over here just like there's something about this guy. And everybody's like, I don't know. He got us donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right. You mean the donut guy? Ah, oh, come on. You know, just <laughs> so. Yeah. Now, more on yeah. um, Joe's ability to blend in, though, because I want to point something out that happens throughout the series. Yes. I mean, does he wear an invisibility cloak? Because all he does when he's going on his little stalking adventures <laughs> to kind of check in on, um, you know, his his subjects, all he does is put a baseball cap on and he's just able to go about, you know, just following this individual, standing outside of their windows at <laughs> night and during the day. Um, there are several scenes where um, Beck, who is um, the subject of his interest, in the first season, she's in her apartment. Um, it's a first floor apartment, and he's standing across the street by some bushes. And he's just standing there, just staring right at her window, her open right. window. 
broad daylight. Just right there in broad daylight. Um, and nothing happens. No one walking by notices this odd man who just keeps showing up here, <laughs> like every day, to right. look at this woman's window. Like it's no one ever notices him. Yeah, nobody's just like, "Hey, um, Beck." There's this weird guy standing across yeah. the street every single day. Be careful. <laughs> it's like he can go about his day just following wh- whomever and they don't see him. And there was one scene where he finally got caught. Um, and that was by Beck, where he finally got caught by right. Beck. It was like what, like a renaissance fair or, or yeah. um, it had to do with um, with an author and their stories or something. It was kind of a fair in honor right. of that. And she noticed him there. And that was like the first time out of several times where he had been following her and watching her that she finally saw him. But like all these other times, he never got caught. So it's just never. It seemed a little unrealistic to me. But hey, he was able to do it. (laughs) And so I count that as a strength of his. (laughs) Invisibility. Definitely. Definitely. Another strength of Joe's. And we talked about this earlier. Luck. Mm-hmm. He was extremely lucky. Just all these situations in, in which if he didn't manipulate a, a situation, he was just lucky. Yeah. And there is we. So where I feel he was really lucky is that he was fully prepared to suffer the consequences and a woman he just met. She kills another woman in order to keep Joe out of jail. And we understand that she cares about him and we understand that she loves him. Mm -hmm. Her name is also Love. (laughs) (laughs) But who does that? Or who, who would think that that would be something that would just happen? Well, she not only killed one woman, but she killed two. That's right. Remember? That's yeah. right. She killed two women in in less than 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And presumably she disposed of the bodies herself. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She disposed of... Um, the first one. The, the first the, one. She was like the office manager of, or like the land. Right. She wasn't really the landlord. She was, she was like, like the, the superintendent. Op- like the super yeah. or something for the apartments sort that of. Joe lived in. Right. Yeah. We don't know what, I, I can't remember what they did because we, you know how binge watching is yeah. these days. We just, <laughs> we really blew through all three seasons in less than a week. Maybe. We did. We just really, yeah, we just really blew through it. We, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Y'all know how it is, <laughs> right? So and, yeah, she really just right. She really, but either either way, we can't re- remember right now how she disposed of of both of their bodies. But still, she killed both of them to protect Joe. Yeah. So these were kills that he didn't even have to commit himself, but they turned out to be, as you could imagine very convenient right. for him as it means now he doesn't have to go to jail but he's not even the one who killed them to get them out of the mm-hmm. way so i couldn't see something like this although something similar happened for dexter 
it wasn't like Deb had to kill two people. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I feel like based on the fact that Joe only has three seasons so far and Dexter has altogether nine, I'm going to go off and say that Joe's a little bit luckier yeah. than than uh, Dexter. There's other circumstances of Joe being luckier. As... Yeah, like the situation with Forty, Love's brother. Right. Forty was very sus- became suspicious of Joe. Right. Um, because at first he loved Joe. <laughs> he was like <laughs> he was like his best friend at one point. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love Forty. I love that character. Forty favorite character, hands yes, down. Yes, he really grew on me because I wasn't sure. I didn't really care. I didn't. He was just so quite funny care him at first and random. Yes. And random. And when he drugged both himself and Joe, that, that was just was so, so funny. funny. I love that. Was that was so funny. That was my favorite <laughs> thing. Yes. But there was a scene where Forty became had become suspicious of Joe and he didn't want his sister having any dealings with Joe because he was concerned for her welfare. He was going to kill Joe. Joe got on his knees and Joe was just going to give it up. He was just going to allow Forty to do it. And as soon as Forty was about to pull the trigger, a police officer who had been um, kind of investigating right. another case and had his suspicions concerning like Joe busted into the store. Sees Forty the... with a gun about to yeah, kill him. Just immediately shoots Forty. He right. dies and Joe lives, you know. Another like another incidents of just luck. <laughs> just you know what we got happening gotta t- randomly for Joe. But now you got me thinking. We got to take this back a little bit further. Yeah. The therapist. Joe got lucky with the therapist he because did. Forty brought all this information to the therapist who is in who was in jail. Mm-hmm. Joe can't touch him in there. He's he's protected in there yeah and essentially he took the fall for for murders committed by by joe right this guy could clear his name because obviously there's some they found some things anybody could see that there's some things that didn't match up but even you know what sorry (laughs) you know we're just going right off the cuff with this like um, even the way some of Beck's friends reacted to Joe after, see, he put the murder on the therapist, but Beck's friends, they took it a step further and say, Hey, who's to say that he didn't kill this person and that right. person? Like, like they really laid it on and incriminated this guy even more during a news, during a news report. Right. And right. so we get to this therapist played expertly by john stamos <laughs> and great casting by the way <laughs> great casting really really great casting i wish we got more of, of him as the therapist somehow mm-hmm. but this scene between him and and 40 is is really hilarious and the doctor the therapist john stamos wants nothing to do with with joe he wants nothing to do with it he doesn't want to testify in court about it he just wants to serve out his um sentence he feels like he belongs in jail because he was cheating on his wife and he was sleeping with his 
with his um with his patience right. which it which is wrong to do and and also illegal and he felt like it was only a matter of time before he got into some trouble anyway and he just really he just really let it go he could have fought joe so we see all these situations here where where joe really could have ended up in a lot of trouble at least with some he could have he could have at the very least ended up in some inconvenient situations mm-hmm. and he was spared of even that right and so yeah i mean i guess we could just say that joe really had some very serious plot armor <laughs> plot armor for sure but we'll just call it luck for yeah. the sake of the stories <laughs> yeah but dexter wasn't that lucky no 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 no, no. dexter was not <laughs> no because people when people were suspicious of dexter you know they that's when you had the horses and chariots and the mm-hmm. pitchforks and the torches looking for somebody yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now, when looking at their weaknesses, I would have to say that one of Joe's weaknesses was definitely his relationship with love. Now, I know how we talked, right? I know how we talked about how she kind of um, came to the rescue (laughs) in um, that one situation with the two women. Um, However, while Joe, I felt, was impulsive, Love was very impulsive and the type of impulsivity (laughs) that she had was murder. So (laughs) it's like she wouldn't think she would just react to whatever is happening. And that really caused a lot of problems um, between her and Joe. Like they eventually got married and that was a major source of contention um, between the two of them was how impulsive she would become and how driven to murder she was (laughs) in those moments. And so um, there was this scene where Joe was actually uh, talking to love and he was so, he was exasperated and frustrated. And he's like, I'm going to be burying bodies (laughs) until Until I'm 72 or something like that. Until until I'm 72. He said, "I, I will be burying bodies. Until I'm 72. Yes. (laughs) And so eventually, if Joe didn't get caught himself, um, love was certainly going to get him caught. And by the time they were married, Joe had gotten to the point where he didn't want to kill anymore. And he made this clear to love. He made it clear. Yeah. And really solidifying the fact that that um, Joe is not is not a career killer. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's not something he wants to continue doing. Right. And however, love, she just can't seem to stop killing. That's and her thing. That's her that's thing. Her, and that's her thing. Um, yeah, she was definitely going to get them caught eventually. Eventually. Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, the obvious weaknesses of both, of Dexter, both Dexter and Joe. And Joe. Was their affinity for murder? Right, <laughs> you know. Right. Eventually, they would they would get caught. Yeah. Eventually, and that that's I'm gonna have to say that that's a definitely a big weakness for for Dexter is just that unlike with Joe, we mentioned it before. Dexter 
has, you know, with his, his impulses that he is eventually going to have to kill. Mm-hmm. And it might as well be somebody who the world would be better off without another murderer like him. Right. Or, well, another murderer that's, you know, worse. Because the show really went out on a limb to make sure we understood these people were worse than than Dexter. Yeah. It's like especially the really sick, the really sick, twisted ones. Mm-hmm. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. And yeah. So, but even with that, this world doesn't really work that way. Vigilantes will go to jail. So so basically Dexter is a vigilante and that's that's a weakness. Mm-hmm. That's a weakness. So even, you know, so we so him having to kill, that's that's one weakness and on top of that the the whole vigilanteism thing. So that's definitely a weakness and eventually it would catch up with him in some way as we saw and as we saw yeah. if you've seen dexter new blood then you know it eventually caught up with him while i don't agree with the direction <laughs> the direction yeah. a lot of the choices that were made in that season um in that new series of dexter i um i mean it led to where we knew it was going to eventually go with him being caught by the law However, I do feel like he could have escaped um, imprisonment. Without killing. Without killing. And I also feel that if he didn't escape imprisonment, even if he was tried, I don't feel like he would have actually been convicted. Um, But we can save that discussion for another time. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, it's it was going to catch up with him eventually. You know what? We could actually we could actually talk a little bit more about that being a weakness. Now, before we go, before I discuss this next weakness of Dexter, and, and don't worry, this is not another spoiler alert because, like, if you if you're still listening by this time, we spoiled both series for you <laughs> if you haven't watched them. But they, this is a so how sloppy Dexter was. And the final episode of Dexter New Blood is a major weakness of Dexter. However, to be fair to the legacy of the character, Mm -hmm. they had him behave in a way that is nothing like how we've seen Dexter before. Right. Although many people have tried to draw comparisons, there just is no comparison now, I'm going to be fair and say that I feel like eventually, eventually, Dexter, this could be something that's within the realms and the, within the realm of possibilities of how Dexter may act if he was if he truly had no other way out. Mm-hmm. I do think that it's possible that he would react this way. And I'm going to tell you what he did. He he snapped the neck of an innocent police officer something we've never seen dexter do right not before. just an innocent police officer he was a friend he was a friend <laughs> he right was a friend of the community a friend, a friend of, of dexter somebody that dexter trusted and that's something that we've never seen dexter do it's hard in in 
I'm sh I'm trying to stretch this. I'm suspending some of my disbelief, and it's so hard to do because this at the same time this is a man who is willing to go to jail. However, thanks to the writers for that episode, unfortunately, this is canon. So I'm going to have to mark it down as a weakness mm, for Dexter. So. He got he got really sloppy. Yeah. He got I mean, this was season one, leaving your urine behind at the scene of the crime. <laughs> right. Where you killed somebody. So this is as sloppy as Joe was in season one. And see, and and so when we're drawing that comparison, your season nine Dexter should not be sloppier than your season one Joe Goldberg. Not at all. That's terrible. No, I did all. not like that writing. I'm sorry. I was no, not and, a fan. And by the way, the the allegations that they had against Dexter, they were never gonna stick. No, not they, at all. They had no hard proof. There there was no video and audio connecting Dexter to any of the Bay Harbor butcher killings. It's mm -hmm. just, just speculation. And it could have just been that the guy got sick and tired of of working in Miami Metro. Here's what would have got Dexter off anyway. He was working at that my he was working at Miami Metro. There was all these killings going around him. Some got way too close to home. His wife was murdered. His sister was murdered. And he got sick of it, faked his death, and he and he skipped town. Right. That's it. All he needed was a halfway decent attorney. <laughs> halfway decent he, attorney. He would have been fine. They wouldn't have even been able Better to get him. Saul. I know. <laughs> they would not have even been able to get him on um, the death of Kurt Caldwell's son. Because there also was not enough evidence there linking him to that death. So he would have walked. Um, Definitely. But unfortunately, as you said, it's canon now. So it's we, canon now. We have so to consider it. We have to consider it. Sorry, Dexter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there are many more strengths and weaknesses that we could go over. But um, those were just some of the main ones that really stuck out to us. And now after considering everything that we've discussed concerning these two characters, if you were to pit these two characters together. Who would win? Right. Who would win the fight? So so this is the part where we just have to be honest. First and foremost, if we're talking about just who's more physically imposing, Dexter would kill Joe Goldberg really quickly mm -hmm. like if they if they were just going to go into a fight we see evidence of this where joe goldberg breaks into candace's apartment in season two and the the land the landlord this woman she subdues joe with ease just because she knows krav maga mm -hmm. and joe doesn't hasn't mastered a martial art he he doesn't he's not a fighter as far as we can tell he doesn't lift weights another character was able to quickly get out of joe's grasp just because the guy is a weightlifter he didn't seem to have that much knowledge of fighting oh no no he did he he was also a fighter yeah. too so when joe so they so the show you 
shows us that when Joe's in a situation with a person who has some some knowledge, varying degrees of fighting or weightlifting or just being physically, very physically fit, uh, that's a problem for Joe. Joe had a problem keeping up jogging with uh, with Beck's friend in the first season. Right. She was easily outrunning him until he got used to her jogging route mm-hmm. and jogging with her. It showed him gradually getting used to to jogging. So, <laughs> so, you know, so we know that Joe would lose in a situation like that. Now, if we're talking prep time, yeah, things might go a little bit differently. Or if we were to play around with with the turf. Okay, perhaps. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't know. I still, I, I would probably have to give it to Dexter. I think even if we were just comparing like them as serial killers and their effectiveness as serial killers. Right. I would still have to give it to Dexter because he's just, he has more experience. He's, it's confirmed that he's killed in the hundreds. What if? And yeah. Well, that is true. Yeah. Dexter's got the body count. He's got the body count. But he, we're he not necessarily, well. <laughs> but we're not necessarily talking about who would kill the other one and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like now we know once again, that's another situation where Joe is just outmatched. But what if Joe, so we would, so we're going to have to play, we're going to have to manipulate the situation here to see if we could kind of make it a little bit more fair. So what if Joe knows that Dexter's coming for him and Joe has prep time? So Joe has time to prepare. He knows Dexter's coming for him and Dexter doesn't know that Joe knows. How much does that change things? Um, well, I, I definitely think it would change things. I mean... But does it significantly... He, does it save poor Joe Goldberg's life? Oh, definitely. I feel like Joe would just or, leave. Or does... <laughs> he would leave or... Or does Dexter definitely take Joe Goldberg off the census? Hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Even I... Even with prep time? I feel like... I feel like both of these men have the advantage of they they seem to have like sizable nest eggs, both of these guys. So I feel like Joe could Joe's best course of action would be to, um, you know, taking a cue from season three. If he were to leave the country, mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think Dexter would waste the time and money that it would take to hunt him down he might. He did in that. another country. Although we did yeah, see him did that. do that. Yep. But it would have to be what could Joe have done? Everything so, that we've seen him do so far. That's right. Yeah. He fits he's, the code. He's worthy of Joe, Dexter's table. So, okay. So yeah. that's our scenario. Joe fits the code right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's late. And so I forgot about that. So it's late, guys. Yeah. So I totally forgot. That's one thing that I always thought of. And I thought of that while watching it. When you're watching mm-hmm. you, you can't help but think about Dexter. Right. And so, well, if you're a Dexter fan like us, and I was just like, wow, 
This guy fits the code. He really does. Dexter would find this guy. So, but what if? And they mentioned Dexter in the series, by the way. Like I said, we're not holding back with the the spoilers. (laughs) So they mentioned Dexter in the series. So like, what if Dexter was not a fictional character in the U series? So, so, okay. So Dexter's coming to get Joe. Joe's aware of Dexter. Somehow he's this, he's this uh, boogeyman that people in the know know about. He knows Dexter's coming from, from coming for him. He has a little bit of prep time to get ready. Mm-hmm. So we discussed him just simply trying to outrun Dexter. Eventually, it's it's assumed that Dexter has more money than Joe. So he's got the time. Yeah, he's going to find him He's going to find yeah, him eventually. Him so that's not going to work. So I think that, so we talked about intelligence level. Dexter's not necessarily all the way like smarter altogether smarter than joe Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like joe can do a combination of running from dexter and trying to outsmart him he could possibly he could possibly set somebody else up that looks like joe goldberg Mm -hmm. and when dexter comes in with the m99 on the unsuspecting person, unfortunate soul that he's going to put an elephant tranquilizer into. (laughs) And Joe could just appear behind him and shoot Dexter because we already talked about closing in the gap. Mm -hmm. Like if he tries the M99 Dexter, Dexter could, Dexter could uh, easily turn around and just strangle him to death before he passes out. Right, that wouldn't work. So that wouldn't work. He could shoot Dexter from mm-hmm. afar while Dexter's busy with the with the decoy that looks right like Joe Goldberg. If if uh, Joe has allies and he knows that Dexter's coming for him, that could prove to be challenging. But we, yeah, I mean, the only ally he would have had would have been love. So and she's gone. Okay. So, but like I said, we have to manipulate this situation to try okay. to see if we can at least even the scales. Yeah. Okay. So let's give, so let's raise love from the dead, give Joe an accomplice. So he, so his accomplice is alive and he knows Dexter's coming for, for him mm-hmm. and he has prep time with these factors so he has prep time knows dexter's coming from him and has an accomplice does this kind of even the scales a little bit well i feel like it um tips them them. i i I feel like the scales were kind of already even when dexter didn't know that joe was aware of his presence because dexter usually catches his victims off guard Right. They don't know he's coming. They don't know anything about Dexter usually. And he catches them off guard. He puts them to sleep. And then he does. They wake up what on the table. Does. Yes. They wake up on so the table. So I feel like just with Joe having advanced knowledge that Dexter's coming, it kind of evens the playing field already. Because as you, you know, you pointed out, he could just be lying in wait with a gun. 
just waiting for Dexter to show up. I mean, Dexter can't dodge bullets. So right. I feel like at that point, it's a done deal, you know? Right. So, yeah. But. Um, he could turn himself in. <laughs> Joe could turn himself in to escape Dexter. That wouldn't work. No, I don't I don't think that, that would work. Because Dexter really? would find him. In jail? In jail. Dexter got to <laughs> Kurt Caldwell. He could have killed him there. He didn't. How would how exactly Dexter doesn't use guns. How would how exactly would Dexter get to Joe Goldberg in jail? The same way he got to Kurt Caldwell. He just in broke into the jail. So it would have to depend. It so it would depend on the type of jail. Yeah, I, I mean Dexter's crafty. He'll get Dexter, in. He'll he can eventually get into the jail. So okay, so that's, that's, if we're playing by the rules of the shows, eventually, eventually Dexter would get in. He would. He would eventually get in. Yeah, I guess. Yes. <laughs> because because Dexter. Right. Right. <laughs> so I guess that's so. Our general consensus here is just that. Dexter would win. Yeah. Somehow, I, I feel yeah. like Dexter Dexter would win. Um, you know, Joe's got some growing and learning to do. And uh, <laughs> hopefully in the next season, you know, we'll see that some things have changed and that he's learned from his mistakes. I mean, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> At least we have a chance to see Joe become something else other than what we've been seeing him do like maybe because we know he doesn't just like to kill so yeah. maybe we'll see him just progress beyond that right that that would be cool to see that would be cool to see yeah see him mature see our little joe grow up and you know become a <laughs> a non-killing uh member of society that would be wonderful <laughs> a you mean a character that doesn't that doesn't uh, play it safe for the next six seasons and then and then start to make very stupid mistakes in the very last season. <laughs> I know. Uh, and <laughs> like I gotta somebody say, else, we you know. <laughs> I actually started off really, really enjoying Dexter New Blood, but towards the end of the season, I was just disappointed. Just a big disappointment. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that's that. That's the story for another day. Yeah. We really thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. Yes, that's all the time we have for today. But, um, you know, come and hang out with us again. We'd love yeah. to have you. Let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. Yeah. You can always shoot us an email at neversleepagainreviews at gmail.com. Or you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at Never Sleep Again Reviews. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Veronica. And you've been listening to The, the Theremin Chronicles. Theremin Chronicles.